my house looks like a little princess castle right now. <laughs> I mean, heck, I have pink walls. I've got weird couches. I, I've got nothing but a TV, but it, that's okay. Does he does take he your pictures? Is your husband involved? What does he even do? Welcome to the Instagram Husband Podcast. Welcome back to the Instagram Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Joseph Ramirez. You can find me on Instagram at, at Jordan J. Ramirez. I'm married to online personality at Danny Austin. This is the podcast where we unpack what it means to be an Instagram husband. This week I had on Ted Rad, who is married to fashion blogger at Dress Up Buttercup. This week's episode is funny, inspirational, and challenging all at the same time, so be sure to stick around. But before we get started, I wanted to give a shout out to our sponsors. Let me take a second to tell you about a company I helped co-found called Noisly. Noisly helps content creators license the world's most popular music for their videos and podcasts. Noisly is a platform dedicated to making it easy for you to safely and legally get music licensed for anything you can imagine. Wedding videography, vlogs, montages, podcasts, it's perfect for everything. Using our music search engine, you can quickly search for music that fits any mood, genre, style, or even specific instrument. Never has it been easier for you to find the perfect soundtrack for your production. Check it out today at www.noisely.com. That's www.noisely.com. So welcome to the Instagram Husband Podcast. I got Ted Rad here with me. Ted, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. Now, I heard that you just got back from Nordstrom. Oh, man. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> need to recover, but everything was good. Just wanted to get in the zone for the interview, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right zone, but yeah, for sure. I got to do what I got to do, you know? You kind of own the title and almost created the title Instagram husband even before I did. Like, I think that 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 whole thing has been on your Instagram for probably like a year or two, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been uh, it's been a journey, man. I mean, I don't know yeah. if it's a proud it's a proud thing, but hey, it's, it's, it's part of it. it's part well, of the job. That's that's why we're here to talk about though. Like, is it something to be proud of? Is it something that's weird? Is it something that you know most people envy? Like, I just think it's such an interesting. It's never been done before, okay? Like this whole thing that we're going through, Ted, has never existed before. Um, And I think that it's really, it's a great way to kind of start a commentary on all the things that we go through in it. So so here's here's what's funny, um, Ted, is like I I wanted to start kind of here because I feel like, I feel like, you know, People know who Didi is, you know, Dress Up Buttercup, you know, they, they, they follow her on Instagram, you yeah. guys are blowing up, you guys are doing great, it's awesome. But I think that what people really wanted from the DMs that I got was, okay, who, who is Ted? So you want to start and kind of give us a little bit of, of just give us, a, give us an overview of who Ted is. Well, I mean, to make it, I guess, interesting, I, I'm, I'm not much, right? Like really, when it comes to, uh, I guess, being an Instagram husband, I'm I'm just whatever I can do to help, right? I mean, in, in life, I have a I guess I, I work at uh, I work at HP. Uh, I do a little bit of uh, well, I guess boring stuff there. Um, well, what what do you do there? What do you do there, though? It's hard to explain. So I work with a lot of like contracts and supplier vendors and so forth. But I always like to. I was. I, did you watch Friends? Yeah. You know, you know how like Chandler always tries to explain his job, and then after he's done explaining his job, no one has any idea what he just said. Yeah, it's 100% me, man. Well, so like, what department are you in? 
I'm in the IT department. We'll keep okay. it like that. Very cool. Yeah. Very so, cool. so I mean, it's not it's not anything exciting, but I tell you, um, uh, it, it it's it's flexible. Uh, yeah. It allows me to help when I where I can. Um, and you know, they're they're they've been good to me. So it's just been a good working relationship that I've had with that's, them. That's that's awesome. Do you work remote mostly or? Uh, not, not really. I used to, I used okay. to be able to work remote a lot, uh, change positions recently. So I've been kind of in the office and, and last year I was going to South Korea a lot for a, a merger that we had. Uh, so oh, was there. that's cool. Yeah. So for, I think it was, uh, I, from September to December, I was here for three business days. Wow. So really was out of the loop a lot, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was fun. I brought Didi out one time and we went to Thailand in between when I had a week off. You know, so it, I guess that it does allow for some flexibility, though, because I see that you you travel with Didi a lot. You know, you're somewhat involved in in her world, right? Yeah, no, I, I uh, it's weird because when when I when I first started, or I should say when I started, when Didi first started, um, she tried to explain to me like what the heck she was doing, yeah. right? Because like all that's foreign. I mean, I, I have no idea. Like she just wants right. to take photos of her. Okay, sure. Uh, so, I mean, at first it was just like, she would hand me the phone in Houston, you know, it's like 95 degrees outside. I'm already sweating before I even get out of the car. I take one photo and she's like, oh, let's take more. And then you're there for like, you know, 30, 40 minutes. Like, what just happened? <laughs> so I, I could, it was, it was tough at first. I mean, my role was really just, you know, let's get, let's get photos in. But after a while you kind of get involved. You, you right. get kind of dug in and I saw how much she loved it. And I saw how much it meant to her and she was really enjoying it. And so, you know, it was just kind of a, it took time, right? I mean, to get, right. I would say time for me to get kind of accustomed. It took time for her to get used to working with me. Cause I can tell you, I probably wasn't the easiest guy to work with when it came to Houston heat and taking photos and so forth. But um, so, so just a little backstory, how many years into, I guess, marriage, I suppose, did she start your blog, her blog? Yeah. So, oh gosh. Uh, like, so were you started, married before and then, you know, she started at maybe year one or two or, you know, was it like y'all went into marriage uh, with the blog? Man, math is not my strong suit. Hold on one second. Okay. So six years ago, we got married. Right. And then, yeah. uh, so actually we, we got married when she was still in college. I had a job, okay. she was still in college and then she graduated a year after that. She was working in oil and gas industry for six months. And then, um, like the oil crash hit back in 2000, I think it was 13, 2014, right. it happened, um, or in 2015. And then, and then it was funny because they were, they let her know, like, hey, we might have to let go of some people. And she's like, oh, okay. And she really did not like it. And then yeah. they came up to her one day and was like, hey, we're gonna have to. I mean, we, we're not gonna really let you go. We'll switch you to a different department. Are you okay with that? And she's like, it's okay. You can kind of let me go. It's all good. So like, she legit. I mean, she was, she hated it. Right. And so then she right. took whatever they gave her and she left and, and she actually started a photography business. Mm -hmm. um, I think she needed a, she was in wedding planning for a long time. So photography was kind of her creative outlet. And I didn't want her to go to, to go back to the wedding business uh, simply because I was working all week and she was working all weekend. So the yeah, first that's hard. one and a half, two years of marriage, it was like, it was tough, right? We were really wrestling for time and so forth. Um, so I wanted her to find something different and I was helping her with her photography, uh, not actually taking pictures, but you know how there's always, you need, you need shade or you need to put something up. I was a dude walking around with that the big thing, trying to find shade yeah. <laughs> and helping out. So, I mean, uh, that's kind of what I did. And in that kind of transition, she wanted to do some of her fashion blogging stuff. So it's been right. what, two and a half years or 
or something like that. Yeah. So. Um, okay. So, so you guys like, I mean, it was like oil and gas and then wedding photography, kind of wedding business. And then it just transitioned into her own blog and then kind of fashion blogging. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of just moved, moved right into it. Um, yeah. and it, it, it transitioned out of, of her doing photography, but right. Uh, yeah. And, you and, do, was, and, you, and then you doing photography. <laughs> yeah. 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 Me photography. I'm telling you, I mean, it, it took a while for me to get it and understand it, but then you get involved. I'm sure you know how it is, right? Like you just, yeah. you end up caring about it. And you're like, I shouldn't care this much, but I care. And then, you know, you're wondering about like lighting and if her outfits match and you're like, why do I care if yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. I think the catalyst event for me caring um, and really, really starting to care was marriage, like because it, it, it felt like a transition from, you know, just having Danny's brand to like, you know, it was kind of like a Jordan Danny thing now, because I mean, we, you know, in marriage, obviously everything, you know, everything's one, right? Like, and so yeah. her interests are now my interests and yeah. you, know, you just yeah. don't really have time to like have separate paths anymore. And so you know, I became way more invested, but I'm not gonna lie. It was really hard because Danny had always been on YouTube since I met her. Now the fashion blogging and like the blogging and the pictures was much different, but I would say it was easier than what we had to deal with like early on in our relationship, which was like videography, because that just is like way yeah, I was more ask you filming. I mean, photography is one thing, but I guess you you're doing kind of videography, and I've seen. Dude, let me just say this up front: your wife is hilarious. You're, she's super you're funny. funny you're a funny dude but she's way funnier than you man she's funny. i know she's i know incredible and but and i and i watch your videos and you know you kind of like record her you're walking around it's a, it's a whole thing i mean yeah it, it's a lot of work you know and like i i think that um it it surprisingly it was even worse before though because like youtube in the early days was very much like you had to be perfect so like you know you would do a bedroom tour and, you know, you would have to go spend like 500 bucks on like, you know, twinkle lights and like all these things. Yeah. And the name of the game was like, hey, who can have like the most perfect life, right? And um, that just existed on YouTube. And so you would have all the setup and then you'd have all the production and then you would have all like, this editing and then you had a voiceover. And so, you know, we would spend, you know, like four days helping, you know, Danny out on a video. Now, when she got into fashion blogging, he was like, oh, like, you know, this is, this is still hard. And, you know, it's not something that I naturally want to do. Like again, Texas heat, you know, being out there taking pictures, but you know, it was much easier. So I think it was like a nice, you know, much more nice transition into that. And then like, you know, now on video, she, you know, you, that kind of version of YouTube, I think is a little bit dead now, you know, like people are really wanting more vlog style, you know, sure, just yeah. more real life. That's been a lot easier on us. Cause we'll just like go have fun in New York city or we'll go have fun at target and you know that's yeah, yeah. Way better for us but you know it, it, it's interesting because like i think that for me um just when we were dating and even going into marriage like whenever i would be asked like hey can you take a picture do you ever know that feeling like when you're asked to take a picture and it's like you just get so like you're like oh okay and like you automatically just like lose all of your energy and you're like i've got to go outside it's hot you're gonna want me to take 500 pictures i don't even know what this is going to look like and then you get yeah. the final product and you're like oh this is actually cool but the process of it is just it was brutal like it was yeah. so brutal when i wasn't i would say when i wasn't invested it was brutal now that i am invested it's like oh like i kind of kind of treat this as like art like I want this picture to do well like I want this to be like you know Absolutely. inspirational and aspirational kind of like you said
Yeah, and I, I I'll tell you this to to start, um, like that that wasn't the case, and even sometimes today, like I mean, she asked me to to take some photos today. I'm like, babe, it is yeah, 147 outside, and it just rained. <laughs> so that means like when it stops raining, it outside is a sauna, right? And yeah. I I sweat just like chilling. I mean, I'm gonna be done outside. But when I when I first started, I mean, I was I probably was like, oh gosh, photos, photos, photos. But the more you get invested, and the more you know, you see how much, and I guess now that you're married, you can see how much your, your spouse loves something. Um, it's kind of like being a good, a good teammate, right? I mean, you yeah. want, you want her to do well, you want her to enjoy it. You, you want her to not think that you're, you as a husband is being, you know, you're being resistant to it. Um, so at first it was like a reluctant, but I would do it because I, I knew it would benefit the relationship and maybe some sacrifice, whatever the case is. But as you start seeing her enjoy it, and as you start, you know, things actually starting to flourish a little bit, um, you almost take pride in it, right? So you're, you're, you're like dedicated on on what, what her outfit should be and what the background should look like. And, and dude, I could, I could tell you probably more about women's fashion than men's fashion. I can tell you, I don't know anything about men's fashion, right? I mean, I got, we looked at my closet. I've got a bunch of like dress shirts that I wore to work. I got five. Yeah. And it's on rotation, right? And then I've got like right. a bunch of black tees, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. But you know, I've I've gotten invested in women's fashion somehow. You know, I'm, I'm, but hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because uh, Ted, Ted, I, I'm just telling you that uh, the the men's fashion blogging scene it's wide open right now. No one's taking it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anyone else can take it, but me. I'm telling you, I would not be the guy. <laughs> Uh, unless they want to see a bunch of black tees i'm i'm their guy but other than that man i got nothing for anybody you know it's it's funny because you touched on something that um that i i it's kind of the reason i thought that this podcast would be interesting is that um you know you talked about your your wife you know being interested in something and so you being you know making some sacrifices and being selfless to kind of you know, help build up, you know, something that she's passionate about. And that's what I feel like I've learned most about this whole journey as an Instagram husband. I think it does open up a conversation for sure of like, you know, um, just selflessness in, you know, building up your wife and, you know, uh, you know, really focusing on her. Like a lot of the reasons, I'll say it like this, a lot of the reasons I think before I wasn't super invested, and, and this is just me being vulnerable for a second, was it was a large part like an identity thing. Um, yeah. You know, like I, I had always had, prior to us getting married, I, I had had my ambitions and Danny had her ambitions and we had kind of two separate paths, right? Yep. I kind of thought that that was going to continue when we got into marriage. But when you, I don't know, there's just like this supernatural thing that happens when you get married. And, you know, as that sort of started to subside a little bit, I was like, you know, like, why am I so resistant to helping build up her career? Like, why, why do I not want to do that? And a large part of it did honestly come down to identity. Like I, there was no really role model Instagram husband. I was looking around and being like, well, like, like our, our role models or my role model was like, I want to be like super successful in business. And like, I want to build my own startup and I want to be doing these things. And I just realized how I guess selfish a lot of the things that I wanted to do were and how much they were for me when, you know, quite frankly, I mean, God was doing a lot of cool things through Danny's career, like through her, you know, her transparency through a lot of things that just her brand. And I was so resistant to it. And I think that that's, what's a cool part of this podcast is, you know, you know, talking and having a conversation about this, you know, I really think that we can touch on some of the pros that we found of just being selfless and, you know, serving our wives well and and all that kind of good stuff. 
Yeah, and you know, you mentioned the idea of being of being selfless, and I and it's it's important part of marriage. But I think one of the one things that I've I've realized is that when you're when you realize that you're on the same team, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're helping your spouse, right. you're technically as a team winning, right? So it right. should be almost selfish, right? I mean, right. it's almost like a a as a team, I'm going to be you know whatever I can do to help her out, um, and right. and. And expect nothing in return, but at the same time, if she has that same mindset, then it's going to be a winning, a winning team, right? Yeah, uh, I, I totally agree. Do you think a lot of men, though, in you know our, I guess our generation and probably generations prior, do you think a lot because their careers are so public, because they are so public? Yeah. Do you think that you know a lot of men struggle with uh, being more behind the scenes, you know, and, and feeling insecure or in you know, maybe a little bit inferior because they're not public too, you know, so it kind of doesn't feel like their own thing. Do you think that that's a struggle for some? I think, I think it can be a struggle for some. And especially, you know, at the same time, it can be a struggle if, and especially in this industry, right. Where, where there's a lot of, a lot of guys out there that are, that are helping their spouse out. It is, it is a really tough industry. And I don't think anybody realizes how much work Mm -hmm. goes into this industry and how much work I I've, I, I, I work at HP, right? But Didi works like a thousand times more than I do, right? and she yeah. has so much stuff to do. And and honestly, like I could, I I could easily quit and help her, and it still wouldn't be enough enough work, right? I, we would right. still need more help. Um, and you know, there's guys out there that have, and I, my opinion, very, you know, selflessly have have decided to help their spouse out, not even help, but they they see it as like the way I would see it is kind of a teamwork mentality, right? Yeah. Like they work together. It's not like a, they work with their spouse. And I right. think um, it's a hard transition. And like you said, I think if you were like in a growing up and you have your own aspirations, like I, I do, right? I mean, I, I, I have my own career aspirations, right? I'm good right. at what I do and I don't, I don't want to give it up. At the same time, I could see very well that it, it, it makes sense for a lot of scenarios to, to help your spouse. This can be overwhelming, uh, not just, not just you know physically, but just mentally as well. The pressures of being in social media can be very taxing. Um, yeah, you know, and I won't even say just for women, but for anybody. Oh, absolutely, you know, man. I mean, it, it's you know, and just the emotional roller coaster because you know, on top of the workload that's involved in this industry, I mean, there's there's emotional uh, taxation on on you know our wives and anyone on social media as well. You know, like the the DMs, the hate, the love. You know, it's just yeah. like it just depends, you know, it depends on the day. And so it's really, it's not something that you just show up nine to five and, you know, you're like, okay, well, I have my good weeks and I have my bad weeks. It's like day to day, you know, like yeah. one comment can throw off an entire, the entire mood or vibe for the whole day. And it's just hard to ride that wave for sure. Yeah. And that's been, I think the, the, um, our main focus going forward or just even starting right when I, when Didi said she wanted to start a fashion blog and said she was going to be on social media, I think our whole focus was as long as you don't find your value behind yeah. it, right. then, then go for it because you can right. easily get caught up and people can get easily, you know, almost entitled by the amount of followers they have or, or, you know, just how things are going. Or also if you find your value in it and it's not doing well, then, you're distraught, right? And you're done yeah. and you can't figure out why, why doesn't anyone like you or one hateful comment. And it's something like that we don't fall, like we don't fall susceptible to it, right? I mean, I, I remember one time Didi got, Didi got a hateful DM and I was ready to go fight a dude, right? I mean, like, it was like, like this, I, I was ready to go throw down and I was like, wait a second, let's take a step back. Their opinion should yeah. not matter. We know what we're doing. We got to 
like, you know, Ted, think about what you just told her, right? You know, kind of like, right. don't be hypocritical right now. But it, it can be, it, it can be hard not to put your value behind it. Just the same way, you know, at my at my work or anyone's job, you can put your value behind your job. And if you put so much value behind something and it doesn't go your way, then it ruins your whole environment. So right. it's kind of that balance to understand. Look, you know, this is your your work. You take pride in your work, but also don't make it your your end all be all because that can yeah. mentally destroy you. Do you think that um, you know? Do you, do you see a shift happening in social media from you know this this idea of you know perfection all the time to a more you know authentic, real like what's going on in real life or you know, environment, do you see any kind of trends happening in social media? Just like people are kind of getting burnt out of like the whole aspirational stuff and like, okay, we're, we're convinced now life isn't perfect. You know, like they, yeah. it's been on the internet for, for, you know, five to seven years now we want more real content. Like, are you seeing that shift? Yeah. Even the fashion I think, part? I think, I think it's, um, and I've always gone with like the corkscrew method, right? Like at the very beginning, it was like, we all, we all enjoyed each other's everyday life. Right, we didn't care for perfection when Instagram first was going. So we yeah. do kind of did that. Then we start started seeing um, kind of perfection, and then we were really intrigued by it. And then we decided we wanted to go back to everyday life and like real life scenarios. But we also like the perfection aspect of it. So if you see like an everyday life picture, it kind of looks perfect, right? right? Still, and that's almost the ones that, that even I tend to enjoy the most. Right. Like, wow, this that's so much fun. And then it's like a really nice picture as well. And you're like, oh, cool. So yeah. it's, it's, it's this weird balance and it's hard to tell, you know, how quickly people get tired of something and they move on. I mean, Didi's photos, let's say two years ago, if, you know, the ones that did really well two years ago, if she posted them now, they probably wouldn't do well. It's just how quickly everything changes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I do, I do agree that we are back in a state to where it's like, yeah, we really care about real life. And you're right. We are kind of tired of perfection at the same time though. Is also that balance. We like to see perfection, and we like to see kind of like the real life aspect as well. So it yeah. just kind of depends on everybody's mood. I agree, man. Do you think that? I mean, do you think that the general, like the general public, understands how much work goes into a single photo? Do you think that that's still? Do you think people are starting to understand how hard it is to be a blogger, influencer, you know, content creator these days? Or do you think that a large part of the public still is kind of baffled by? You know, I oh, will, you just you just travel and take pictures all day. That that's easy. <laughs> I, I will say it's gaining a lot more credit. Yeah. Um, when Didi when Didi first started, even like it, just telling our family members. I mean, you know, when Didi was doing photography, they're like, oh, good for you. You know, you're trying something. Or like, oh, now she's doing fashion blogging. It was like, what? You know, like, yeah. what are you going to post about me? You know, it's like they they didn't really know what that meant or what that entailed. And even when she would be busy over the holidays and trying to get stuff together and figure out what's, you know, what her content calendar was going to look like and, and, um, you know, what, what was on sale and what wasn't just no one understood the time it took for that to work. Right. Uh, so it does definitely is some, um, adjustment way back then, but now I feel like people are getting the idea of it. Cause I think it's a, it's people are more aware of it. Yeah. It seems like it. Something. It does seem like it. No, I always, you know, I mean, Danny and I always talk about we, because it's, you know, starting to become like a known thing, you know, that's just like macroeconomics here. Like, you know, that means more people are going to want to do it, you know, yeah. which is so questionable for the industry as a whole. And we're just always like, man, like we, 
it's hard to stay in your own lane, I guess, and be like, Hey, you know what? Like you were created uniquely. You have a story, like focus on your story. Like don't pay attention to how many other people are telling their stories on the internet these days. And I think that that's like really hard sometimes for, for, you know, just bloggers in general is to just, you know, to, to not focus on saturation or, oh my gosh, our brand's still going to come and want to do this. Like there's so many of us now, like I I think that's ends up getting really hard from like a, just an industry landscape perspective. And you, and I guess, you know, if you think about business in general, the barriers to entry to start a blog are very minimal, right? I mean, you don't need much to start a blog. And that's why I also think that more people jump into it, um, is that there's no barriers to entry. There's no risk. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I will say at the same time though, is that, if, if you focus on how many people are in it, it becomes intimidating and then it becomes yeah. daunting and then you kind of lose your creativity, right? Because you're so worried about everything else. And I think it's one thing that, uh, you know, we even, we even talk about and discuss at, at work sometimes is if you're so focused on everything else, then you lose what makes you, you, right? right. So you've got to, you got to keep focusing on that aspect of it and keep pushing forward. And at the end of the day, it's like a buddy of mine was starting a food truck and he was like, Hey, Austin is completely saturated with food trucks. There's no way like I can, I can ever yeah. start a food truck, but his food is very unique and it's working very well for him. Right. So it's one of those things where it, just because there's a lot of food trucks doesn't mean it's, it's not going to work and right. at the same time for those that have been in it for so long, they don't mind either. Cause it's a different, it's a different aspect of it. And, and there's so much demand for it. So is it really affecting anything? Maybe, maybe not, but you just can't let it affect you. Cause once you do that, then you've lost, I believe your creative outlet. Or it can actually, yeah. it can actually hinder your creative outlet. So you've got to keep being focused on on kind of what makes you you. So what what stopped you, Ted, from I guess making the the transition over to to um, you know the brand full time? I mean, what's what's kept you at HP? I I think a few things. Um, wh- one is is uh, I, I've this is something that that I'm good at at work. I really enjoy yeah. it. And they're also, it's really flexible. I think, you know, I've been, I've been approached by consulting companies that I've worked with or, you know, that have worked for us and they said, Hey, we'd love to bring you on and so forth. It's hundred percent travel. And I experienced that travel, you know, to South Korea back and forth. And it was, if that was full time, I probably would have, probably would have left and just helped Didi with the brand. Right. But, um, because it's so flexible because uh, I, I enjoy it. And because I, I mean, again, I have, there's certain career aspirations of mine that I'm also trying to achieve, right? I have my own ambitions. I have sure. uh, my own goals and, and it's, and you know, the good thing about marriage is it's not just like here, you have to either have yours or, you know, you've got to quit it. Right. It's, sure. it's, it's a, it's a good balance. And, and because of the flexibility, I know that I'm able to provide Didi with the help that she needs. And at the same time, it, you know, allows me to kind of uh, push forward in my ambitions. Now it may not always be the case forever. I may need to, to find a point where it's saying this is you know taking up too much of my time or sure. she becomes overwhelmed or so forth. And then, you know, we can come to that point, but I think we're at a, I'm at a good point to where I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm able to pursue my career and my ambitions. And at the same time, she's able to pursue hers and it, it's been working really well for the both of us. Right. Yeah. I mean, you and I are in very similar stages. Cause like, you know, I'm, I'm able to be involved to the capacity that I am as well, because, you know, I actually, so I actually started a company with Danny's brother as well. Oh, cool. um, so that's kind of like what we do, but it allows for me to have the flexibility to kind of make my own schedule. And, you know, we have a team now in place. And so it, it's not a huge deal if, you know, we have to go and, 
take a couple hours off to shoot a YouTube video or whatnot. Yeah. And I would say the only bummer of you not being full time with Dress Up Buttercup is huh? that uh, you got to be in more content. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the people need you more. We need you in yeah. more videos. <laughs> no, man, I'm trying. I, I try actually the best I can to hide. Uh, you know, I, I, I actually I don't mind it every now and then. I like yeah. I like being a part of it and helping out and being silly. But, um, but at the same time, look, I, you know, I, it's it's her thing, and and uh, she always begs me to be on it more. And I'm just like, look, it, I like the idea of you know, the the little the less you get, the more you you more you want, right? So yeah, I'm trying to trying to push for it. But now they're going to listen to this podcast, and guess what? gonna get tired and they're not gonna figure it out and then you know they're just gonna keep going <laughs> i i don't think that's what's gonna happen i think what's gonna happen is that they're gonna be like oh my gosh Didi, you have to have ted on way more <laughs> i hope not man i told you i'm trying to hide <laughs> why why is that though like i mean you're like you're super personable like emily had the best things to say about you she was like oh my gosh ted could go into a room and talk to anyone yeah why, why don't you why don't you like to appear more I don't know because I guess I don't I don't feel the personable aspect of it, right? Like yeah. if I if I were talking to you right now, again, I could talk to you all day. I could talk yeah. to anyone all day and I enjoy it, right? Because I get to know them. But if I, I'm talking to maybe an audience that's not talking back or it's it kind of feels like I'm maybe talking to myself, I'm just not very doesn't, you know, doesn't drive me, so to speak. Yeah. Um I can I can talk all day whether you respond back or not. I just gotta know you're there, right? So it's one of those things. It's I, it's just something that's not really been, I guess, it, you know, yeah. a passion of mine, so to speak. But, um, you know, I, I can see, I can see people are really good at it. People are really good at it, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, there, there are stuff. people, there are husbands out there who I'm like, man, like you are so much a part of her brand that it is like, yeah. like you cannot separate those two. And I, I think that those, it just takes a really special type of person. Like I, I've evolved quite a bit, I think, um, since we started dating, you know, three yeah. years ago, because I was so resistant to being involved in anything. Like I'm just, it's not my personality. Um, you know, very naturally it's not my personality. Like I, I'm much more of a behind the scenes type of person, but you know, like, I mean, you can't escape it in a lot of ways. Like no matter what, like if you're on a trip, you're going to be in the content and, uh, you well, know, dude, I have to say, I, I love it when you're in the content. You're, you're if, if you think you're not a natural, I think you're pretty good at it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's mainly like if, if I'm in it, if I'm in it, Ted, I'm gonna go take a nap after because I'm so emotionally drained <laughs> from it. <laughs> so like a like a six slide story joke will just knock me out for the rest of the day because I'm like I gave my everything. I have no more personality to give. <laughs> That's so funny. But I'm glad it, I'm glad it comes off natural. Yeah. Hey. Hey, man. That's, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> So so let's uh so let's let's switch uh, gears for a second. Tell me some of the challenges I think associated with you know just being in this world in this role like Instagram husband having your own job. Like what have been some of the challenges that challenges that you and Didi have faced in marriage and business? Like you know whatever you think. Yeah, um, a, a few of them. I think I think one of the first one is is time time with each other. Uh, we I have a. I have a lot of interests, so to speak, right? Like I'm, I'm a sports fanatic. It's just kind of, I played football growing up and that's just kind of who I was. So naturally I like watching sports and getting involved. And then, um, you know, when we, when we first got married, uh, you know, it was some, some of, she was getting used to it a little bit, you know, Sundays where we'd go to church and I'd come home, watch some football and, and, and she was getting used to my hobbies and, and so forth. But once she started the blogging 
uh, the fashion blogging forum and things started to get really busy, there were some things that I had to had to let go. And you, did you know the whole like five love languages thing? Have I have that? not read the book, but like I feel like that's like our next book that we're gonna read. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to read it, man. Let me give you some advice. Just go take that quiz and you're good to go. You, know, so you can save yourself like four hours on that one or however long it is. Uh, but Didi's Didi's is, is quality time, okay. right? And that is foreign to me because I, I quality time is like my lowest love language, right? Like it's right. it's not anywhere. So I have no idea how to to make that work, especially when we first were married. I thought I'm I'm very good at acts of service. You need me to do something? Yeah, I got you, right? Or like, you can pick any other one. Gifts, I can get you whatever you want. But right. but quality time was was not my thing. Um, so that took a lot of getting used to, especially when when time wasn't available. And mine isn't quality time. Mine is like first one is gifts, the second one's acts of service. So if Didi would, you know, if I was feeling like low on my my love, or if Didi liked me or not, she could literally just go buy me something. It could be a, <laughs> a, a toy, and I'm like, sweet, you love me, right? That's all it needed. <laughs> Uh, but, but for her, it's quality time. So I had to, uh, we, it was, it was rough because I didn't know how to, to, to make that work. Um, I thought quality time was just that I need to like, just sit next to her and listen to her, but it, it was much more than that. Right. Like I've got to, uh, you know, I got to dig deep. I've got to like actually listen, not multitask. Cause let me tell you, I, I can watch football and listen all day, but uh, I, I don't know if that, if that works and it didn't. So there's, there were some things that like any marriage, you just got to get, you got to get used to, and you've got to figure it out. And it, and I've, um, and we did, we did, you know, premarital counseling and even did some, you know, marriage counseling afterwards. Cause I'm trying to, you know, make this the, not just a good marriage, but you know, the best marriage ever, right? Like I want it to be enjoyable. I want it to make it work. I want to understand my wife. I want to, uh, know, know what's going on in her head, which to be honest, I'm never going to figure that out. And every time I feel like I'm getting closer, I feel like I just got further away. Right. So, amen, brother. but let me, but, but it's one of those things where if I'm, if I want to be a, a really good husband, I've got to figure out, uh, what, what drives her, what, what gets her going. And she has those same aspirations, right? She tries to figure out what drives me and what's, what gets me going. And as, and as long as we keep the mindset of, look, we're, we're a team, we're not against each other, right? This is not like I have my career, you have your career. Let's see who gets, uh, the furthest ahead. And if you don't help me, how dare you? Um, right. it's, 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 it's the concept of giving because, you know, just straight out of love, not, not in an expectation to get anything back. Yeah. And, and if, and if you're expecting something back, you're never going to get what you want back. Right. Right. Um, which is a study that I just, uh, ran across, which probably, I don't know if this is relevant to the podcast, but no, dude, this is all relevant because I, I, I want it. I want this to be about marriage too. Uh, keep going. <laughs> well, there, there was a study that, that just came out that actually mentioned, you know how, like if you, if you pay for somebody's meal, right. Um, right. you're expecting them to have some kind of like loyalty back to you, right? Like just naturally, like I paid for your meal, like, Oh, wow. I really like this guy, et cetera. It's actually the opposite effect. When you pay for somebody's meal, you actually gain more loyalty to the person who you just paid for than they would for you. Right. So the idea is if you're actually going to give something, you actually won't get anything back because it's just not the natural human interaction to like, oh, they gave me something. I should give them something It, it actually when you give something, you actually feel more loyal to them. So it's right. almost like this. If I want to feel more loyal to my wife, the aspect is I need, I need to, to 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 give and to help and to and to pursue. And then that actually creates a, a loyalty in itself and vice versa. If she wants to feel closer to me, she needs to do those same things and she'll it'll be there right it's kind of yeah. an, an outcome of it um, so how, so so that's so that's been a challenge i guess because i guess w- relate that back to the challenge so that, that how has that been a challenge with 
you know, the whole blogging and everything involved. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with the whole, the whole blogging thing, and again, this, this is, and I'm sure you've, you're having to get accustomed to this too. Um, I, I have no interest or I have, I guess I'm getting more now because I'm involved 24 seven, but I have, I have no interest in, in, in fashion. It wasn't like I grew up and I was like, wow, this, you know, I, I like how this jeans match with this shirt or I look really cool today. Um, so quality time for Didi means like, I mean, I have to almost like what she likes, right? And I have to enjoy what I'm hanging out with her and so forth. So, so if I'm trying to make time work and the only time we have together is when I'm helping her out, I've got to make the most out of it and not, not just for, for me, but for us. Um, so it was hard getting used to, it was hard getting accustomed to it. But again, going back to the whole thing, if, if you, if you get in the habit of helping your spouse, you're going to find out that it makes her happy. It should make in, in time, it also in return makes you happy. Then you kind of find yourself having an interest in it and growing an interest in it. And like you said, you're, you're like, oh, I, I'm really excited to find out what angle works or, or, or yeah. what background has been killing it. And you kind of look through, I'm kind of a data guy. So I'll look yeah. to see like, oh man, these, these colors have been killing it lately. And you know, fall's coming up. So you're like, oh, God, people love fall leaves all of a sudden, you know, like, <laughs> and throw a Starbucks cup in there, babe. People love Starbucks. You know, you just kind of like, you know, you, you're like, I just like imagine you at like a, you're like in a boardroom at HP and you're like, babe, I just had this idea. Go get a pumpkin spice latte and take a picture at this location. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most likely I'm the guy who's like, as someone's taking a picture, I'm like throwing leaves uh, yeah. to the screen, you know, <laughs> it's just like, if this won't work, trust me, people yeah. love this stuff. Right. Um, but you know, you kind of, you kind of find an interest in it and, and, and it takes a lot, a long time to get there. Like yeah. very, I, maybe some people, they're just naturally like, it's kind of a pull for them. But I think from where I was, I was so on the other end of the spectrum, right? Like just mm -hmm. like, I don't know, like, like caveman mentality, right? Like just right. like, yeah, rah, 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 rah. like that, that's, you know, and then kind of get into this like, yeah, fashion and woo. And I'm like, uh, what? Um, it, it was, yeah. it was a, it was a challenge to get there, but it's it's kind of the why right so why 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 do it why you know why try why try to help and so forth and it goes to kind of the concept of marriage it's to yep. build each other up right i want to make her the best she can and be the best husband for her and you know vice versa i know it sounds like i'm just like oh ted sacrifices everything she sacrificed a lot for me yeah. um, for my career for things that um you know just just to make things work i mean when even when we got married i proposed and she was at texas state and kind of our love story is, is interesting because she was at texas state for one semester when she finally got there she really wanted to go there and i was like you're too far i'm proposing right i mean like that, that's how she got me to seal the deal and i was like you got to come back and she came back and went to the university of houston reluctantly of course right no she enjoyed everything she had over there um so i've always felt like that was a really big sacrifice that she that she made for us right i mean it wasn't like I demanded her to. She could have stayed at Texas State if she wanted to. We could have waited till she was she was out. I just, I mean, I just missed her, right? So, I'm, I, and that was kind of the sacrifice she made, and okay. and she's done plenty of that going forward. So, um, yeah, I, I think that that's what's so cool. Like, I mean, honestly, it's a huge reason again why I wanted to start this. Is like I think that there's perception and then there's reality, right? And you know, perception is like, oh, you know, there's this is one-sided sacrifice, like, but I think that it's so cool just to open up about, you know, what really happens behind the scenes with the business, with the relationship, with the marriage. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I think that you basically played right into what I was hoping would come out of these conversations, which is like, you know, 
yeah, you know, we, we, we take pictures, but like really what, what we're doing and at least what I'm learning uh, in a lot of ways is like, it's not about the picture. It's about like my willingness to take it and like my uh, willingness to be selfless and, you know, support her. And, you know, I, 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 I don't want to get too deep or too crazy with this, but oh, I, man, you're already there in, in a, in a, in a, you know, in the cultural commentary that we, you know, you and I probably grew up in as men, you know, like it was always, you know, this, this, um, this environment of, you know, you're, you're going to go to college, you're going to get a good degree, you're going to get a job, you're going to support a family, you know, and it was like always kind of like this very provisional um, idea of, of, of masculinity. And so like, you know, a lot of what I think is required of us in the Instagram world um, would be a little bit countercultural to that. You know, it'd be a little bit against that identity, I think, of a provider yeah. or of a man, but uh, of a norm. Yeah, or at least, you know, this figment of what, you know, uh, a, a husband or, you know, a man should look like. But I, I think that there's so much that I've learned by kind of laying to rest that identity um, and really challenging that identity of being like, hey, listen, like, it's not beneath me to take your picture. Uh, it's not yep. beneath me to, um, you know, and I don't care what angle you want me to get, like, you want me to lay on the ground on my stomach, you know, I've done it. I'm sure you've done it too. <laughs> like, it's not beneath me. It's it's about, you know, raising them up and in, in, in what they're passionate about. And and again, you you, you painted a, a beautiful picture of it. Like, the more that I've, I've done that, the more loyalty and strength I've found in our marriage. And it's crazy. I, I would have never really expected that but that's what i think is so interesting about a lot of these conversations we're going to have it's like you know in a new climate of i mean let's face it like we're we're in a new climate of you know you're seeing uh more women ceos you're seeing more women executives you're seeing more women founders like our wives are super driven entrepreneurs like i mean they you cannot not be in this industry and they're so savvy and they're so good at what they do yeah. and it's like i would hate for some identity that I was chasing to hold them back, you know, like, it's like, it was me who had to change, not really them. Right. Yeah. And I, I think, I think to go back to your point though, the, the cultural norm would be, you know, the man, the man has to, has to provide. And, and actually my, my belief is, is similar, right? I think if I've always had the thought process, like growing up, I always wanted to be a coach, right? I mean, I was right. having the, the whole, football thing. And I, and I, um, uh, one of the things that I would, you know, said to Didi's, Didi's parents before we got married is, is look, um, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to take care of, of your wife, no matter what. Sure. Right. So if I have to not pursue my passions to make sure that my family, I mean, my wife and my family have what they need, then, then that's fine. I'll find a different path. But, sure. um, the, the, but to the alternate aspect of it too, is, is a man who's willing to to serve his wife to to better her is is in my opinion you're you're, you're leading through servanthood right sure. i mean it's a it's you, it shouldn't be this competition your your whole point is to to build your your spouse up and to and to help them out um yeah. whether that's emotionally whether that's with their with their job whatever the case is if we are going to be let's say the the and so to speak i say it very loosely um, the, the kind of the men of the of the family. There's not just one way to do that. It's not like, oh, I'm 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 not going to take your photos. You should you should do this for me. It's that's not how it should work. Yeah, being a man is pro providing whatever the case is, emotionally, right. 
uh, um, you know, through through their business, whatever you can do to to help to build them up, um, is 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 the goal. And so I think you know whatever the aspect is, if you still fulfill the requirements, it's just not what they're the old cultural norms are used to. Yeah, you know, and it's it's funny. Do you ever see that? Uh, that first of all, boom. That's exactly you know that is exactly what. I think I've learned through, you know, quote unquote, being an Instagram husband is uh, exactly what you said. I mean, there's so many different provision and service just looks like so many different things. You know, do you ever see that video that I think kind of went viral about like the Instagram husband is like that YouTube video. It takes us forever to get everywhere. (laughs) Hashtag relatable, right? (laughs) There's, there's so much. Did I just sound really uncool saying that? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Okay, all right, go ahead. That was cool. Um, No, there's, there's so much truth and like in, in comedy in that video. But I think like you know the general attitude was like, oh, like this is so like dumb, like and (laughs) that that was me. Like pre pre marriage, Jordan was kind of that, you know, especially for Danny, but like. I don't know. I think I, I just think that you, um, you know, you've been a great role model of like just kind of like owning it, and you know, like I don't yeah. think you really talked overtly on your captions or like you know maybe there's been a few blog posts or something like that, but I don't think you've really talked overtly about you know your your heart of servitude in what you do. But I think that that's what's really cool. Is like I don't think that there has to be a bad attitude or a negative connotation to you know, this new industry and the role that husbands or boyfriends or significant others, or, you know, even photographers play in it. Like, I mean, like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's service. Like it's, it's building something in the same way that it would be anything else. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, you, you can't think of it as working for, you're working with. And, sure. and that's kind of the aspect as well as, and you're right. I mean, I will say that there's some days that I go out there and I take a photo and I'm, and I'm, I'm that dude in the video who's like pouting. Yeah. Right. And I was like, babe, can we, can we just eat? Like, yeah. let's just, please, let's keep moving. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, overall, the general attitude has to be, I've got to be here to help and to serve wherever it is. Because if I had this same business and I knew that DD could help me in some capacity, I would yeah. want her to have that same attitude. Right. right. And so if and, we're and you would expect her to. Leave, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And if, and if we're going to lead, we lead by example, right? So mm-hmm. if there ever comes a case to say, look, you know, we that's how that's how we'd want the same thing back to us. And I've, yeah. I've always said this about marriage. When it comes to, there may come a point in our marriage where there might be some like major decision where my company might make me move or something, and I might say, look, I may, you know, I may I may need this one, right? Where you may have to sacrifice if we have to go leave or something. But when it comes to when it comes to that, I, I, I expect that we'll have a conversation and, and we'll move forward. But when it comes to every other decision in my life, she can win it, right? Like my house looks like a little princess castle right now. <laughs> I mean, heck, I got pink walls. I've got weird couches. I, I've got nothing but a TV, but it, that's okay. You know, yeah. I, I'm totally fine with it, right? I mean, I've, I've, I've learned that this is – she can decorate however she wants. I'm not going to be picky at it. You might walk in and see a bunch of pink stuff. So be it, man. Like, you know. I, I, I've, I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to work around that. I'm not going to care about that. I'm just going to, you know, embrace that's how she wants to decorate. I'm cool with it. And then yeah. I know there may come a day where I might need to make a big decision and it may require a lot of sacrifice. And I'm not saying that's because I let her win all this other stuff, but it's just a, it's an idea of like, look, this is, you know, this is what I think should, should kind of be the best case for it and how I want to lead. And, and, yeah. and, and I'm going to help her as much as possible and that's how I'm going to do it. Serving, you know, le- leading through servanthood. Yeah. 
Well, I got two more questions for you, Ted. Um, one is maybe let's let's end on a note of tell us like one of the coolest stories that you've got to experience because of you know dress up Buttercup and you know this industry and all of that. And then I'm gonna let you end on a note of what you would tell other Instagram or what advice you would give to other uh, Instagram husbands, boyfriends, or significant others out there. Uh, we we were we were walking around. Um, there's a place here called city center and, and these girls came up and approached and approached Didi. And, and the cool part wasn't that they, they, they noticed her, but the things they said, right. They're like, Oh, we love you so much. And, and not just that, but like, you know, you've, you, you've helped us with, 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 you know, finding our style and finding who we are. And you're always so positive and you always make us feel like, you know, there's, there's, you know, so much, um, you know, opportunity out there and, and you're always so nice and, now, apparently she's answered a few of them on you know dms or whatever and they just yeah. felt really close to that and and just how uplifted they were yeah. by by who Didi was right i mean mm-hmm. and that's you know one thing i i've always told Didi is no, no one's gonna come to your social media page for negativity right like no one if, they, and if they're looking for that it's not the audience you want in general like I, I i wouldn't go to you jordan if you were constantly just bitter about life right i'd be right. like you guys drowning me like i'm just getting right. drained but you know, I mean, I know you to be a, a, a funny dude and kind of an uplifting guy and super positive. And that's just something that just kind of brings more life into somebody. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, we, I try to build that in relationships and that should, that should be the case in general. And Didi does such a good job of that, that yeah. you, you can see like, and people, it makes people's day. And, you know, some people might find some hate in it because they're going to find hate in anything. Right. But, but and in general, you have to remember the people that are not responding right? That are actually taking joy out of the positivity that you bring. And I always tell Didi that for, for the one hateful person that's sending a DM, there's 10, 20, 30 people out there that are not, that are super excited about what you just, what you just did or how positive you are. Yeah. You can't just, you know, they call them the vocal minority. You can't let that bring you down. But when I saw that, I said, well, look, what Didi's doing is more than just like building her brand. You know, she's, she's helping, she's contributing. She's, um, you know, uh, you mentioned the whole real life thing. People, they want to, they want to know that you're a real person. I mean, right. perfection is great, but at the same time, they're like, oh wow, like she's, there's some perfection there. At the same time, there's there's a lot of reality that I that I like. And and if I can if I can brag about Danny for a second, this sassy club thing is incredible. Oh like, my it gosh, is, it's it, it's crazy. Yeah, and I feel and honestly, it's like I feel like that's totally Danny. Like you know, like. Yeah. And this is a funny thing. I've never met your wife before, and I feel like me talking about her feels like I know her. But that's just kind of how her personality is, right? There's, yeah, I know. There's something about Danny that you're like, if I saw her, I'd be like, Danny! And she'd be like, who is this Arab dude yelling at me? Right? But I mean, <laughs> she, she just gives that vibe off, right? Like, I yeah. feel like she'd be cool if I said, what's up? Yeah. Um, and, and, but that, the Sassy Club thing is incredible. I think, I think the impact that people can make with the following that they have I mean, supersedes anything that any conglomerate could have done. Right. I mean, it, or that they're even looking to do. So it's just the the opportunity that's there. And this goes back to kind of the saturation thing. If there are more people that are coming into this industry that are positive, that are building each other up, I think we need more of those. So it, it's it's we, we shouldn't hold them back. I mean, we, we should be helpful. We should we should pursue and help. The same thing that, you know, with with Danny, when she was coming in, I'm sure it was saturated. But, you know, thank God that she per- pushed forward with it and thank yeah. God her personality kept her going because the sassy club is 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 absolutely something that's impacting people's lives and that's incredible 
Yeah, and I think that that's like, I mean, like there's just so much good that has come out of all of these, honestly, all of these bloggers followings in a lot of ways. Like I think the the the, the influencers and, and, and bloggers in our inner circle, um, you know, I think that they are all generally positive. They, they're, they're making an impact and in a way so much, it's just so much beyond fashion. Like it's not about fashion. It's about something more. And man, that, that's been such a cool, you know, uh, testimony for me too, is just like watching that happen, you know, through Danny's audience. It's cool that, you know, that's happening on, on Didi's audience as well. It, it's just, it creates, I'm just so proud all the time. I'm like, man, I like, and that's what I said before is like, whenever I saw that going into marriage, I was like, wait, why would I, we gotta, we gotta empower this. We gotta make this happen. Like, this is really cool. Like people are feeling inspired and they're, you know, changing their lifestyles and they're changing their habits and they're thinking about themselves differently over what, you know, like us sweating in hundred degree heat to take this picture. Heck yeah. Put me back out there. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Most days. days. (laughs) I hear you. But you know, that's the whole thing, finding, finding your why, right? I mean, if you know what your why is when it comes to, to, well, marriage is more general, but even when it comes to being an Instagram husband, so to speak, um, it's, I think it's important to know your why for the days that you don't want to go outside for a hundred degree weather. (laughs) Well, Ted, Ted, you're, you're a wise man. You got to end by giving, giving the Instagram husbands, boyfriends, or significance up significant others out there give them some advice what, what yeah, would man, you, tell them? you already you already put a lot of pressure there calling me a wise man I <laughs> disappointed. You, ted you ted you are wise don't like i knew that this was going to be a wisdom filled conversation but yeah you superseded expectations good job <laughs> well uh, thanks i suppose um appreciate it man though but but seriously uh for instagram husbands okay look I wish I knew this beforehand because I love pep talks and I really could have given them a good pep talk, but, but we can, we can, we can pause the audio and I can just cut it. You want to take five? Yeah. Let's, let's just edit this part out. Let's make it right. And then just put the good stuff in, you know, if you can just like take my every other word and make yeah. it really cool out of it. Let's just do that. So I'm going to say a bunch of words and you just make it cool. All right. I'm Googling uh, inspirational music on noisily.com right now. Noisily.com where you should get all your, all your music licensing needs. Yes. Perfect. There's a perfect plug. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, okay. So, so advice, if we're talking real talk, guys, it, it's probably going to suck at the beginning. It, it's going to take a lot of hours. You're, you're really going to probably dread where you are and you might even look at your wife differently. You might think, what, what did I just get myself into? Or your significant other, whoever is making you take pictures of them, you, you may be down for a little while, but but I'll, I'll, I'll just say this. For all the sweat and tears, there's a purpose behind it. You're, you're building up your relationship. You're helping each other out. You're, you're pursuing a, a relationship that's long-lasting. You're, you're helping out whatever manner. And, and even though for the first while, the first few years, the months or days, it's out of reluctance because you don't want to, over time, you will find some kind of joy out of it. Because let me tell you something. Your significant other or your wife or your spouse, they are, you're going to get so many brownie points, it'll be worth it, okay? So just just, just work through it, make it good, uh, and, and brag about it. Uh, oh, oh, definitely hype up, hype up your spouse, right? I used to walk around work and then say, hey, what does your wife do? I just say, just Instagram dress a buttercup. But back then she had like a thousand followers. Like, oh, <laughs> and I was like, you wait and see, this is going to work right um hyper up 
there's going to be a lot of influence out there in social media. You've you've got to you've got to be her biggest supporter. You've got to tell her how good she looks, no matter what. Trust me, don't go the other way. If you don't tell her how good she looks, you might lose out a little bit. So just stay positive, stay good, um, persevere through it, and man, will you find absolute joy at the end.